0: Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the newest edition of the Swoop Radio Station here. It's your boy, Josh Sanchez, and I am live on Facebook Live as well. Hello, everybody, on the Facebook community, and also hello, everyone, in the podcasting community. I am your host, Josh Sanchez, and we have a lot to talk about today because, obviously, I did on our on my last podcast, I talked about what the Eagles had to do uh, against the New York Giants Monday night. But for today's show, we have a lot to talk about. We're going to get into some Eagles talk uh, because the Eagles have three games remaining against teams that are below 500. I'm going to get into some Sixers talking in the Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, and the Sixers are now 13-0 and at home and are on pace to win 58 games. And then I'm going to get into my NFL weekly picks and then get into, and get into some baseball talk with Garrett Cole going to the Yankees. So Swoop Radio has three out of the four sports to talk about. I might try and get in some hockey. Uh, we'll see. But what we're going to start today's show, today's podcast with, is the Philadelphia Eagles and the New York Giants. The Philadelphia Eagles defeated, defeated the New York Giants in overtime, 23-17. to And Carson Wentz in that second half was amazing and the fact that he led the comeback with practice squad guys and greg ward um <laughs> jj athega whiteside boston scott the mvp of the game apparently the next darren sproles you lose jeffrey you have urch you have goddard but man i i must i must say man this was an incredible comeback i don't care who it is Fans have always been bashing Wentz about, can he lead this comeback? Is he the franchise guy? And Carson Wentz showed everyone that he can be that guy, that franchise quarterback. Now you just have to surround him with the talent. Because right now, the Eagles are not a talented team. And quite frankly, they should not be a playoff team. But because of this division being so terrible, so terrible, the Eagles are going to have a shot at making the playoffs. And honestly, I think... I like our chances that first playoff game. Um, Seattle showed this week that they have a lot of holes on that secondary. Uh, They have a lot of holes in that defensive side of the ball. And also, the Minnesota Vikings, you know how the Minnesota Vikings are in big games. I would love for the Eagles to play the Vikings in Philadelphia. I I really like our chances there, despite our lack of weapons and despite all of that. I really like our chances. And then who knows, maybe we get Deshaun Jackson back. And against the 49ers, that would be very interesting. But anyway, uh, the Eagles defeated the Giants 23 to 17. They needed this win as a fan. I had after having a couple days to process and figure out what figure out, like how to operate this game, um, the Eagles a part of me feels annoyed because why are we going into overtime against a 2 10 team and against a team that is just not good? Um, and also we lost to the Dolphins the week before. So I'm just like, well, who are we as a team? Who are the Eagles? And my biggest takeaway from the game was Carson Wentz being able to be that guy that the Eagles can rely on. And if Carson Wentz builds his confidence and plays like how he did in that second half against New York, watch out. I would love Carson Wentz to take us on a little run. It's all, it all, it all football's is all about who gets hot at the right time, and who knows, maybe Carson Wentz. This is the start of the end of the year for Wentz, where he's going to really turn up and really have some great games. Um, the red, right, I like our chances against the Redskins. I think we will dominate against Washington. Um, Washington is done for their year. I definitely believe the Eagles will, and I'll get into that more later on today's show. But. The Eagles did defeat the Giants. They took care of business. They're tied with Dallas, both 6-7. and seven. Dallas takes on the, La- the Los Angeles Rams next week. I do not like their chances against them because the Rams look like all of a sudden they're on fire and they might squeak in as a 6-seed. Minnesota, you guys better be careful. Uh, that game against the Chargers in a couple weeks, you better not sleep in that game. You better win out or else the Vikings might not make it. But anyway... I really like the Eagles chances uh, in two weeks. The Eagles should be seven and seven and the Cowboys should be six and eight. And then the winner of that game pretty much wins the vision uh, because Dallas takes on Washington week 17 and the Eagles take on the Giants week 17. Um, but the Eagles just have to take care of business. They just have to win these games and they're in. And all it takes for the fans that are bashing Eagles and stuff, it doesn't matter if you're 12 and four. Or 8-8. Eight eight. If you get into the playoffs and have a home playoff game, you better show up to that playoff game and you better get that place rocking. Because if, if you if you get that place rocking, I really like the Eagles' chances again in that first week. I really do. History has shown teams that are 500 are around there in their first home playoff game often win. So just to let you guys know that if the Eagles just get in, Wentz gets that experience... And that's what matters um, with your Philadelphia Eagles. But anyway, big takeaways from the game. Boston Scott. You want to talk about 5'6", mini Darren Sproles possibly? I love it. He, without Boston Scott, the Eagles would have lost to the Giants. His catches out of the backfield. He just looks like he's like two steps faster than everyone else on that field. And the fact that it took the Eagles 13 weeks... And a Miles Sanders cramping to find this talent in the running back position and skill position? Man, that's just the story of this Eagles season altogether. It's just been misjudgments by the medical staff with Deshaun Jackson. From top to bottom, Hallie Roseman not getting enough depth, relying too much on a 32-year-old wide receiver. The Eagles coaching staff, coaching the players, not teaching the proper technique on how to read a defensive back or how to cover a guy, just from top to bottom, this this year has just been a joke. But the Eagles can turn it around by winning these next three games and getting that home playoff game. Um, Alshon Jeffrey is out for the year. Um, he's he needs to go. This honestly, whatever cap it it is, you need to get rid of him. Uh, he's shown you that he's not durable. He cannot last a full season in this league anymore. And he's had problems in the locker room. He's said his comments about Wentz, and he's really hurt in the locker room. So Alshon Jeffrey definitely needs to go. Um, And he he won a Super Bowl. It was a great run in 2017. But it's time to move on. Him and Aguilar. The fact that you only dressed three wide receivers on Monday's game. What are you doing? Three receivers. Three three wide receivers. Pathetic. Three wide receivers. We had a guy in Perkins, the third string tight end line up in the slot. Because we had because once Jeffrey went down, we had no one else to go to. So this off season, Aguilar has to go. Jeffrey has to go. Get a new receiving core and build the team around Wentz because Wentz has shown you that he can win these type of games if you give him somebody he led that fourth quarter comeback. He had no weapons. He had Ertz, but you know, if Ertz is the only weapon, they're going to take that away. Big shout out to Wentz. That's my takeaway from the Eagles game. So, that was the first topic of multiple topics here today with Super Radio with Josh Sanchez. Uh, we got into some Eagles talk. If you guys are just joining in, um, I'm talking about the Eagles. And uh, their Giants game and what needs to happen for the rest of the year. I think that they'll make the playoffs right now. I even know I believe Dallas is better on paper. uh, The roster for Dallas is better than the Eagles on paper. The Eagles literally have no weapons. Um, But I like the Eagles being at home and getting that win against Dallas in a couple weeks. But I'm going to get into some Sixers talk. And then I'm going to get into my NFL weekly picks. I'll probably do weekly picks first. And then I will get into some Sixers talk and into some basketball talk. And then talk about the big signing in the MLB free agency. The Phillies got Didi DeGouris. They uh, they, they, also, they also got Zach Wheeler. They did miss out on Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole signed the nine-year, $300 million deal with the New York Yankees. What's new? New York gets another big-time player. And baseball is going to continue to favor big big time big name markets until they get a cap roll or a cap salary cap that's the word i was thinking about but um shout out to my facebook uh live viewers this is big um i'm going to start getting on live more uh it's finals week i have some time between my finals why not why not make a podcast but this is one of three topics today with swoop radio with josh sanchez we're going to get into. We're going to get into some, I'm going to do some polls over the break, and I'm also going to get into uh, my NFL picks next. But you guys listen to Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. We'll be right back. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the second topic of today's Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. I hope you guys en- enjoyed that quick little break. Um, I'm still live on Facebook. You guys got to see behind the scenes. What usually happens is I edit my audio and all that fun stuff uh, in between breaks and whatnot. But we're going to get into the NFL weekly picks for week 15 in the NFL. Yes, week 15 in the NFL is here. And I'm going to pull up the NFL schedule and give you guys five games that I plan uh, to look at. So I'm, I'm excited. Um, we got Seahawks, Panthers as I'm going down the list. Uh, some games, the games I'm going to predict for you guys this week. I always do the Eagles and I always do the Cowboys. So we'll start with there. The Eagles take a trip to Washington to take on the Washington Redskins. I pick the Philadelphia Eagles are going to steamroll the Redskins in this game. I think that Giants win was a huge confidence booster for the Philadelphia Eagles. I think the Eagles will ride that momentum and dominate Washington. I say 28 to 13. Expect Wentz to throw three passing touchdowns. I'm really. I think this is a real a start of something great for Carson Wentz. Uh, next, you have the Rams and Cowboys. I like the Rams in this game. The Dallas has not beaten a team over 500 all year, and I don't see that streak stopping anytime soon. I think that the Dallas Cowboys are going to lose to the Rams, 31 to 17. Expect Jared Goff to keep it going. And the poll is now finally—someone finally answered the poll. Will the Eagles make the playoffs? So far, we got one person saying yes. We need more. We definitely need more votes for this poll. But so far, I got the Eagles beating the Redskins this week. And I got the Cowboys losing to the Rams. Got the Rams beating the Cowboys. Next, I look at these schedules. These games are not as exciting as they were last week. But you yeah, have the Bears taking a trip to Green Bay to take on the Green Bay Packers. And the Bears are on a little bit of a roll. They're 7-6, and, and they really need this game. Green Bay really doesn't need this game. They're sitting there top of the division. Uh, but the game's in Lambeau, so I'm going to go with the Green Bay Packers beating the Chicago Bears in this one and ending the Bears' postseason hopes. The Bears are 7-6. I, I, they, st- they got on a run a little bit too late, and I think that their losses to the Eagles and to the Saints and all them teams at the beginning of the year is going to backfire them. I have the Packers beating the Bears 28. No, not 28. It's going to be a low-scoring game. Got the Packers winning 24-17. to 17. I think Trubisky throws a couple picks in this game, and the Packers win, and they will clinch. It'll be between them and the Vikings for the division. Some other games I'll do the Bills and Steelers Sunday night. uh, The winner gets the five seed pretty much. Loser gets the six seed. Uh, The Steelers have been rolling. Their defense is great. The Bills' defense is also great, and they're playing in a tough environment in Pittsburgh, but I think the Bills will get the job done. The Bills are a playoff team. They played the Ravens so tough. They just missed the key plays, but I think Josh Allen gets them in the gear this week, and I think the Bills' defense forces a couple turnovers in Pittsburgh. I think the Bills squeak by 17-14, game-winning field goal. It's going to be an ugly, sloppy game, good defensive game, but in terms of offense, not so much. So, so far, i got the Packers beating the Bears. Eagles beating the Redskins Rams beating the Cowboys Bills beating the Steelers and for my fifth game as I'm looking at this list I'm not really impressed but we have the Texans and Titans the winner gets the the division lead the Texans looked awful last week they have been so inconsistent but I like the Texans to beat the Titans in Tennessee this week I think that the Texans are going to clinch the AFC South title they are the better team out of the two and I got the Texans, Deshaun Watson, going off. I expect the Texans to beat the Titans 31-28. to Game-winning field goal for the Texans. And the Texans will have the division lead. So for my five games this week, and last week I went 5-1. I killed it last week. That was probably other than my 6-0 week four weeks ago. I killed it. And for the year, as I am tallying up, I have to tally up my results real quick. Let me pull up my Instagram account. Because the, uh, before after my six and zero week, I went nine and nine. I went three and three in over the past three weeks, and then I finally went five and one. So as I am looking at Swoop Radio, because I have to check my record, and then I'll add the results from there. Um, so my record was 33 and 22. So I didn't end up going nine and nine. So 33 plus nine is 42. 22 plus 9 is 31 so 42 and 31 then I went 5 and 1 so now my record is 47 and 32 so that is my overall record uh, for the year 47 and 32 so that is a pretty good record and I'm going to pull up my calculator real quick to see as I'm going a little sidetracked but I want to pull up my calculator to see that percentage So, I am 47 plus 32. So, that's 79. So, out of 79 games, I have won 47. So, 47 divided by 79. And my winning percentage is about 60% still. Not bad. Not bad, Josh. Not bad. But anyway, back to the games. Back to the recap. A lot of big, a lot of some games that are sleepers for you guys to think about. Vikings take a trip to Los Angeles. Um, I don't know about you guys, but teams that go to Los Angeles, they tend to slack. And I don't know about you guys, man. The Minnesota Vikings as a franchise, they are known to choke when things are going well. And they have a quarterback in Kirk Cousins. That is not good when the games are magnified. Um, So I I expect the Vikings loss. I'm not going to predict that game for my picks, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Vikings lost that game to the Chargers. Um, Chiefs, Broncos, Chiefs are going to steamroll. The Chiefs look like they're going to clinch that two seed. I expect New England to lose to Buffalo next week. That was my little early preview. But just to, before we end this topic with Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez, I'm going to conclude with my picks. So I'm going with the Texans over the Titans, the Packers over the Bears, the Eagles over the Redskins, Rams over Cowboys, and the Bills over the Steelers. That is my five games. I'm not doing the 49ers and Falcons. I'm not doing... Ugh, the games are not as good as last week. Last week's games were so good. Such good football. And even the Eagles game was awful in the first half, but it got better. But, you guys listen to Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez here on 89.1 WYBF Cavalier Radio. I'm currently doing a podcast for my school. Um. This is one of four topics. After I get done this topic, we're going to get into some Sixers talk because the Sixers defeated the Denver Nuggets, but Charles Barkley voiced his opinion about Joel Embiid. Shaq also voiced his opinion about Embiid, and a lot of people have been getting on Simmons and Embiid, so we're going to get into that, why it's happening, and we're going to have some fun because the Sixers are 13-0 at home. Are you guys listening to Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez? We'll be right back. Hey everybody and welcome back to the third topic of today's podcast, Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. DJ Swoop here. Man We've had a lot to talk about I did my NFL Weekly Picks, and I also talked about the Philadelphia Eagles and will they make the postseason. Currently, there's a poll, and so far, everyone that's answered the poll has said the Eagles will make the playoffs, so I must say, big shout out. Now, we are going to get into some Sixers talk because obviously the Philadelphia 76ers defeated the Denver Nuggets last night. 97 and 92. Joel Embiid had 22 points, 8 of 18 shooting, 10 rebounds, and again, really, he was he had a good solid game, but he has not been as great as Joel Embiid should be, and a lot of players are getting on him. Um, Charles Barkley and Shaq said, especially Charles Barkley, he got on. Joel Embiid and he was saying how he's not doing like he has the potential to be so great but he's not doing it consistently like you're seeing Luca take big steps forward he's dropping 30 a night you're seeing Harden he drops 35 a night LeBron 25 and 10 a night Embiid is not consistent some nights he'll give you 30 and 20 some nights he'll give you 5 and 2 Embiid has to step it up and has to find more consistency same with Ben Simmons there's nights when Simmons is great and this past weekend Simmons was amazing 34 points career high against the Cavs and then against the Raptors had 16, 11, and 9 had a great game and then last night 7 points 7 assists, 9 rebounds he does it on the defensive side of the on the court every single night but he needs to translate that to the offensive game Despite Embiid and Simmons giving you about 11, 12 less points a night, the Sixers are still 18 and 7 and on pace to win 58 games for the season. And people are like, "Oh, I like this team." The thing is, the Sixers are winning games, but they're not winning games that like we expect them to. We expect Embiid to give you 30 and 10. We expect Simmons to give you. and triple-double nearly every night. But those two guys are not doing that consistently. And that's given everyone a lot of concern with this Sixers team. But what needs to be, what credit needs to be given is that Sixers bench. A lot of people were talking about how the Sixers bench, they needed more depth. They needed a lot more help. But the Sixers got an Al Horford to put less pressure on Embiid. The Sixers got Josh Richardson and J.J. Redick may be a better shooter, but Josh Richardson is a way better defender. And Josh Richardson can be struggling on the offensive side of the field on the court, but he'll still give you production on that defensive side of the court. And that's the difference between him and J.J. Redick. If J.J. Redick's shot isn't falling, he's a liability. He can't do nothing else but shoot the ball. So that's I just want to get that out of there. That For the people that are like, oh, this team is better than that, no. Our, our last year's team was better. No. I will say, though, the Sixers need to have a fourth quarter closer. Um, and B turning the ball over late has to stop. He needs to stop handling it. He needs to handle the double teams better. And this is a part of regression. And a lot of people are concerned with that, and rightfully so. But I want to tell everyone to just hold the horses real quick, because the Sixers are 18-7. and seven. And despite Simmons and Embiid not playing their best basketball, the Sixers are six—I believe—six and three against teams over 500. And I'm going to pull up the Sixers schedule to prove my point, and I will get into that. Um, just give me one second as I pull up the Sixers schedule. But the Sixers are still beating uh, the, the Sixers are still beating good teams. The Sixers—they beat Boston opening night. They just beat Toronto. They beat the Nuggets. That's three games right there. They beat the Jazz. They beat the Pacers. That's five. Uh, They beat the Heat. That's six. The Sixers beat uh, the... Did I say... I did say the Jazz. Yep. And the Sixers did beat the Pistons. I don't know if the Pistons are 500. No, the Pistons are not 500. My fault. So the Sixers have beaten six winning teams so far. And the Sixers lost a couple games against the winning teams. But the Sixers are getting the job done. Uh, and they're beating the good teams. And I, I will say, I I don't think Embiid and Simmons are going to continue to play like this all year. I, I think after Christmas, you're going to really see them take off. Um, and the Sixers are having a home court advantage. That is the key, building that home court. The Sixers are 13-0 at home. And... If teams come into here and they lose, that's what matters. (sighs) Sorry, guys. But part of of what makes a great team is taking care of business at home. And it doesn't matter who you play against. If you can take care of business at home, that's what matters. So everyone needs to slow down a little bit and think, this team is still winning games. They're not winning games to how we expect them to. We expect beat again to average 30 a night. We expect Simmons to average almost 20. They're not giving you that. But instead, you're having a, Mat- a Matisse Stiebel, a-, a complete steal in the draft snap. You're seeing James Ennis play better. Cork Maz is not consistent, but some nights will give you some shooting. You have Kyle O'Quinn. You have Trey Burke. You have Neto. This Sixers bench is one of the best in the NBA, and which is why the Sixers have one of the best records in the NBA. Right now they're sitting at that four seed, but they're better than Miami. They're better than Boston, we know this. And I can't wait for them to take on the Bucks Christmas Day. I can't wait. That is going to be the highlight of my day. I'm going to sit with family, I'm probably gonna drink wine with family, and we're gonna watch the Sixers game. So I'm excited, so. Ben Simmons showed you his potential this past weekend. So those, again, that are on him, I get it. I understand. But you just have to be patient with him. He will slowly get to it, and the Sixers will be even better than advertised. Once Embiid and Simmons get over their heads, watch out. We're going to be blowing teams out by 40. But what do you guys think? Feel free to call into the station and voice your opinion. You can check out Swoop Radio on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and on the Anchor app, all I have to do is search Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. I'm also on iHeartRadio, too. Um, and I know my, my hair's been a little itchy. I'm not going to lie to you guys that are live on Facebook. Um, finals week. Whew, man, it's been brutal. But now let's we're going to end this show with some baseball talk. We're going to get into Garrett Cole because Garrett Cole made history. He signed a nine-year deal over 300 million dollars with the new york yankees and uh-oh someone said no the eagles will not make the postseason right now the poll's sitting there at 67 percent yes 33 percent say no should be very interesting but garrett cole going to the garrett cole going to the yankees i'm not surprised it was either them or the dodgers he was going to go to they're going to offer him the most money steven strasburg signed a seven-year deal over $270 million to go with the Nationals. So that means Rendome is on the market. And Philly fans should definitely take a look at him at least. Um, I would not offer him a... I, I would give him an offer, but he's not my top priority. We did sign Didi DeGorius to a one-year contract. I love it. He's going to be our shortstop. Um, and then the Phillies need one more pitcher. Cole Hamels went to the Braves for $18 million. He's definitely... He's definitely not worth 18 million, Cole Hamels. But I, I'm excited for this MLB free agency. There's more moves that are going to have to be made. Um, I'm excited for the Phillies' schedule. I really am. This Phillies team, I think this year is going to be way better than next year, or, this, or than last year. Last year, the hype was too much. We had no pitching, but you get a guy in Zach Wheeler. The Phillies just need that one more pitcher, and that'll solidify them. But you guys listen to Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez here on 89.1 WYBF Cavalier Radio. I hope you guys have a wonderful day out there. Be safe. Push through finals week, everyone. And everything will be okay. But you can check out Swoop Radio on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. All you do is search Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. I'll pop right up. End of the poll 67% of you guys say yes. The Eagles will make the postseason. That's great. Go Birds. Go Sixers. Sixers take on the Celtics tomorrow. I'm excited. But I hope you guys have a wonderful day. This is Josh signing off. Swoop.